0: Hi friends and welcome to break free stories I'm Shannon Gleason and congratulations for tuning in today I created break free stories because over the last many years I've heard and witnessed stories of breakthrough grit and overcoming over and over again from people I admire I realized I wanted to collect all of these stories and keep them in one space to inspire more freedom for others in my life in my coaching circles and the audience here which is you My own story is full of breakthroughs. I'm a single mother of four great teens, two boys, two girls. One amazing son of mine experiences special needs. I'm a trauma survivor, a contender, breaking off a lifelong battle with anxiety and addiction to food. I'm a business leader. I launched my own business eight years ago, and it's changed my life forever. All these breakthroughs, partnered with my faith, have introduced me to others with parallel stories, like my guests today, and including the Break Free Tribe, where our community lives out daily courage. We envision our best lives, and where we share stories of freedom and health. I am so excited to introduce my guest today, Karen Louse. Karen, welcome to Break Free Stories Podcast.
1: Thank you, Shannon. Yes, let's it's so fun. Free. Let's all break free. What's that? I said, let's all break free. Let's I all would- break free.
0: <laughs> this is this is so fun. Karen and I we met not too long ago in Nashville. We both attended the writers intensive, and we became fast friends. Um, in fact, when we met, just like just now, we're both like talking over each other because we when we met, we were like, "I want to know your story. You tell me your story." We are just like every time we talk, we just we get so excited. So I'm just. Can't wait for you guys to hear a bit about her story today. Uh, Karen, before we get started, tell our
1: audience here a little bit about yourself. Yes, sure. Well, originally, first of all, I'm a follower of dreams. That's the lead of my story. I am originally from Minneapolis, but I always had this dream to move to San Francisco. Even when I was in high school, I can still remember writing in my diary. Did you ever write in your diary, Shannon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wanted to marry one of the outsiders. Oh, (laughs)
0: that's when it all started with the diary. But go ahead. Go
1: on. I was writing in my diary. I remember so vividly. I can't wait to move to California. So I packed up my stuff in 1994, enough for three weeks in the trunk of my car and drove cross country, landed in San Francisco without a plan, but I never left. And I've been there now for, for many, many years. And I love helping women find their voice. And I serve primarily women in the corporate world that are senior leaders over 40 who want to overcome self-doubt and speak with confidence. And why that's so important to me is because it took me too long to find my voice to the point where I finally got free of being, able, being dependent on what other people thought before I would share my ideas. And I've certainly come to learn over the years, there's a lot of women like me. And because I was able to break free of that, I want to help everybody do it. So I'm on a mission to reach 10 million women to overcome self-doubt and speak with confidence instead. Can you guys see why this woman is a friend of mine? Isn't that pretty awesome?
0: I love it. Women like me. Isn't that what it's all about, you guys? Partnering with women like us. I love it so much. So, Karen, I have some break-free questions for you. Um, I have some long questions, and then I have some fun flash questions, we call them. We're going to start with some longer questions. So the first one here is, what is
1: a habit that you had when you
0: were younger that you were able to break?
1: Ooh. That goes back to holding back, truly, because I grew up with a perfectionist mom who was incredibly loving and a critical father who I was always trying to please.
0: Mm.
1: So what I learned through my parents' relationship is that the man makes the decision and he's the authority. So they didn't tell me this explicitly, But what was modeled to me is that I didn't have a voice in relationships. I say that specifically. And if you're not good enough, then, ooh, I better not speak up. So that's essentially what I took off into my, like from a child to uh, even as an adult, even sometimes in my corporate space. And I say sometimes because what I've broken free of, which I'm really happy about related to that habit of holding back so much is that I started slowly sharing my ideas in meetings where I normally would be intimidated. Mm -hmm. I like to joke that my old boss at the company where I was for 14 years was essentially my dad in a female body (laughs) because I was always trying to please her. She had very similar mannerisms as my dad. And of course, I didn't realize that till later. But once I realized that, I said, oh my gosh, why am I trying to please her? Like, what am I doing still trying Mm -hmm. to dead father. Mm. And why is it happening in this situation? Because it's ironic that at the same time, as much as I learned what I just shared from my parents, my dad also taught me that you can get anything you want with enough persistence, determination, Mm. and grit. And Mm. he taught me how to negotiate at flea markets when I was six years old. So I had a lot of external confidence. So most people don't know this inside story that I've been sharing now over the past Year or two, because I came across as really confident in most environments, but there was that one particular place where I would be in with men or with people that I, uh, with I perceived to be of more authority than me, and that's when I would hold back. So I'm really proud that I've broken that habit and no longer hold back.
0: I think it's so wonderful that women. Um, I'm 50. Karen, do you mind sharing your age? Oh, I just turned 54. I think it's so wonderful that women our age share um, some secrets to our confidence for the younger generations because for you to share this kind of secret to your confidence to the younger generation, um, it gives them the tools to, like you said earlier, this is what your heart and your passion is, to then borrow it. Because otherwise they might look at us as, as the older maybe wiser generation it's like wow they 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 got it all figured out but you're like no i don't really f- i'm just borrowing it from maybe what my dad taught me you recognizing behaviors that are rooted in your childhood patterns but you're showing up anyway in fear and doing it anyway and so these younger generations can be like okay i'm going to do it anyway and then the more we do it the more confident we get in it right and you're the confidence coach <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that how it works out for you? (laughs) It somehow still makes me laugh. But I can still remember when I was 18 years old, I sold Mary Kay Cosmetics. And Uh a lot of money, actually, when I was 18. And I would go to their every Monday Monday night, they had these sales and marketing meetings. And it was all about that fake it till you make it concept. Mm. I know there's debates about whether people like that or not. But I really like the act as if concept that... Their point was, you're not going to know every single thing about every product that we sell, but you certainly have to show up like you do. And Mm. so much of our confidence and what I teach is around communication. How do you show up with your voice, with your executive presence? How is it that you're coming across? are, Are you building trust quickly? Are you credible? Do you come across as an authority? And so much of that is simply habits that we can change related to our voice. And I would say that's one of the biggest things for women Is we speak timidly, we overly apologize, and we don't come across with authority.
0: (laughs) So, wow. And that all came from your younger years. Yeah. You could recognize that. Well, we're only on question number one, and I'm already like learning so much from you.
1: Oh, I see.
0: Yes. So, question number two What is something that you've been freed from in your life? And this would be more of your adult life. And what was it like?
1: Boy, It really, I'm going to isolate it specifically Mm -hmm. to an example, when I was in the boardroom and six people were staring at me right before I was supposed to present something that I didn't align with. It was something that my boss had said, oh, we should do this. And she probably said it on a whim, but I took it seriously. Like, oh, I've got to present on this. But it always felt really weird to me. Like, why are we doing this? Mm. And so I can still remember sitting at that boardroom table and everybody staring at me while I was stumbling through my words. And I don't normally stumble through my words. And people were trying to save me. They were people that I got along with well, but it was so embarrassing because they were all the leaders of the company. And... The best thing that happened to me is, even though it was embarrassing, my boss saved me. She said, why don't we table this discussion and we'll talk about it later? She pulled me aside into her office and she said, this is a great example of you not trusting your gut.
0: Mm. You knew
1: that it didn't seem right. Why didn't you say anything? And she was saying that in love. And then she said, imagine you could have, here's the alternative to what you did. You could have said, here we all are. And honestly, I have no idea why we were going to discuss this. Let's table this, just like she did. Mm. But when she said it back to me in that moment, I, I it was so insightful because I thought, oh, that's actually an option? I just was thinking, well, she's my boss. She told me what to do. I better do it. And then I looked stupid, but that's not the point. The point is that at least I learned from that. And I felt like now... There really is the biggest lesson, like in, in all these various interviews and things that I do at the end, people often ask, what's one thing you want to leave the audience with? It's trust your gut every time because you have to, and you got to listen to that voice because too often I didn't, and then I paid the price for it. Wow. Giving yourself permission
0: to trust yourself. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That is really profound.
1: And what a wonderful boss you had. I know. I know. She really was a really good teacher for me. That's great. That's wonderful.
0: What is something that you would tell someone who doesn't
1: feel free? Hmm. Oh, my heart goes out to anyone in that place. The first thing that I would say is to remember that you are a masterpiece there's nobody like you. And that's the message that I would impart. But as far as what to do differently, how to change, the first step is to figure out and recognize the things that you're really good at just because of who you are, not because of how you perform, but just your intrinsic qualities. And one exercise that you could do to do that is to ask five people in your life. I always recommend people pick from different people, but always people that you trust, colleagues, family, friends, and ask them to give you three to five qualities that they see in you as positive attributes. And it's amazing how incredibly encouraging that is because what I've noticed in myself and then in others, there's these themes that roll up to the surface and that's a great thing to keep in mind, especially when you're not feeling as confident and then the other thing related to that is that I, I recommend having a celebration portfolio or some people call it a win book. Like I have kept all of the handwritten notes and emails that people have sent me. And it's a great way to, place to look and go, okay, I remember. Yes, that can help boost the confidence. And then it's figuring out, well, what's the plan then? How do you take that next step? So I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here. But for each person, it's different, whether it's maybe it's hiring a coach, it's talking to a friend. But the key is momentum, just taking the next step. So those are a couple of steps that I'd recommend to start.
0: I love that so much, Karen. And I am a mom of four teenagers. And I'm so validated in what you're saying because I have recently, uh, with my 13-year-old daughter, we've had quite a tough couple of years mm-hmm. um, for pure fact that she's going through puberty, coupled with the fact that we've gone through divorce, and mm-hmm. then add to that also COVID. And one yep. of the things that I have done is that the very thing that you suggested first is <clears throat> what are the qualities about you? And I keep reminding her and speaking that over her, um, just to remind her who her identity is and the the beautiful masterpiece that she is. So um, I just feel like today, if there's anyone listening that has a teenage daughter or son in particular, that this is something today that you can start. And if not doing it for yourself, of course, too. And I love what you said too, about having a file or a collection of anything. What was it you said? Uh, a collection of cards and notes and thank you notes. I actually have done that for myself without even knowing. I just could not come to throw them away. Yes. That someone, someone has taken the time to appreciate me. I I have loved myself enough to actually keep those in a special place. And I am not the type of person to hold on to things because we've moved so many times through the years, but I'm so glad I've done that for myself. And now because you've said that I'm going to take some time to love myself at some point this week and go through them.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I can still remember. I started this. Somebody had suggested this 20 plus years ago and in 2006, I came to the interview of the job now that I just left after 14 years with that awesome boss. And I can remember bringing my portfolio. And at that time, you know, most people that bring a portfolio to a job interview are artists and some type of creatives Mm -hmm. showing their work. And I just handed it to her and I said, if you want to take a quick breeze through this, this is a lot of compliments and things from people that have appreciated my work. And she was so impressed. And I said, yes, score. (laughs) That's so it's so creative.
0: And it's and it oh, testimonies thanks. of your character. And that's such a great thing. I love that. I'm so glad I asked you that question. Yeah. It's got it's got my 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 mind going too about ways oh, that God. I can speak that over people that I love. Okay. Um, Karen, who is one person who has helped you in your journey?
1: Mm, well, I immediately get emotional and I, I have to say I think of two people. One, of course, is my mom and I am sitting in her old bedroom right now. Cause she passed away in June of 2021 20, when we're doing mm-hmm. this interview and she was such a ray of light and her motto was be kind. And she modeled that like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I remember being at a church gathering with her growing up. And when I came back to visit actually, so I was an adult And we were at a table of eight women, it was a women's event. And mom said to me, honey, let's make sure to include that person. Notice she hasn't been involved in the conversation. So we wanna draw her out. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that so vividly, these small moments of her noticing people. And so when I think about so much of my mission is around, I really believe that my mission is the scripture verse Hebrews 10, 24 which is to encourage one another to outbursts of love and good deeds. And the way that I do that is really drawing people out like my mom used to do by helping people to feel seen, heard, and celebrated just for who they are. So that was probably the most significant. And then the other person that comes to mind almost at the same time is my old boss, Kelly Decker. She really taught me a lot. She was a a challenging boss sometimes, and also just a really, really powerful contributor to my growth and finding my voice. Lovely. Great
0: answers. I love both of these women for, for being so good to you, my friend. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Shannon. I love women that support women. And of course, great, wonderful mothers. Yes. So great. And just, Karen, just that your heart to be an includer and to be sensitive to that person that is not included, it is such a beautiful gift. Mm. It is such a beautiful gift. I really am intentional about raising my children to be like that. And I think that because um, one of my children is um, born with disability, I think that that's something that my children are going to hopefully just always be aware of. It's that I'm grateful for that they have that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So good.
0: Okay, the flash questions part of the podcast. Okay, I'm Fun ready. Part. First thing that comes to your mind what is your favorite non food treat for yourself? Okay, I had to think about it. massage. Okay, good one. You deserve it, lady. Thank okay. you. Okay, what is a song that you love to blast that makes you just feel super free?
1: <laughs> it is, I think about the scene in Jerry Maguire. I'm free, free (laughs) fallen. I don't even know. Tom Petty? Tom Petty, yes. I was thinking. Wow.
0: That takes me back to like circa 1989. (laughs) Yes, yes. My freshman year in college. I remember blasting that in college. So good. Such a good choice. Okay. If you
1: had a $100 gift card anywhere, where would it be? Oh my gosh. Any type of makeup or skincare. (laughs) <laughs> for sure. Probably. That Mary Kay girl in you is still there, huh? Yes, exactly. I love hundred percent pure. I love, Oh gosh, my new brand is Tom Ford perfumes. Oh. I've become a little obsessed. I love fragrances. Yeah. So good.
0: So good. What is a place that makes you feel the most at peace?
1: Oh, Lake Harriet, which is here in Minnesota where I am now and grew up. Hmm. in have a, to be exact, mile round lake with beautiful Mm -hmm. homes. And there is a home that I dream of owning one day. And I was here last year. I thought I've always wanted to own it. I watched it be built in 1990. And I thought, I've never actually asked God for that house. I'm going to do that today. So I stood at the lake when it was snowing. And I said, God, will you please give me that house? So that's what I'm hoping for someday. You are a dreamer. I love it.
0: I love that so <laughs> much. I um, I pray for that for you. I join you in that prayer for you. Oh, thank you. And then you invite me over when it's yours. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: And we'll get massages <laughs> and pla- and blast uh, Tom Petty. Oh, okay. okay, there we go. And then, Karen, what are you looking forward to most this
1: next season? Oh, gosh. Well, I guess it depends how you define season, because to the tune of dreams, my goal is to be speaking on stadium-sized stages. And I have a specific vision that was given to me, speaking in front of 40,000 people at dusk, open-air stadium, nice kind of nice warm human night, helping Mm -hmm. women to have communication tools to speak with confidence. And I can't think of anything more empowering than that, of all these women coming together, and I love warm weather, but not too warm. You know, it's that perfect, just sort of balmy weather. Mm. So that, that's a vision very much on my mind. So that's probably a little longer term, probably a few years down the road. But for this immediate, maybe upcoming few months, I'm really, really excited about more speaking engagements this year, because my goal is to be on the stadium-sized sages, as I already said, but in the meantime, what I want to do is focus on smaller groups. And one of those that I'm actually launching is a mastermind program. And I'd never, I've never thought of hosting one of those. And it just came to me out of the blue when I reached out to some of my clients and they said they would be interested. So that's more of the immediate upcoming. Oh, I forgot to say, what am I talking about? My book, my book is coming out in the spring, 2022. Yes. So maybe by the time this airs, it'll be out. I don't know. Yeah. What's it I, called? I forget that. No title yet. No title oh, yet. Oh, how fun. How so fun is great. that? We, we, yes. we, will, we
0: will make sure to add the title. And of course, I met you at a writer's intensive, so yes. that's so
1: exciting. Was, was your book finished when we met, or did you just wrap yeah. it up after that? It's, been, it's being wrapped up now. So the draft is in place. Mm-hmm. It's almost done. Yeah, a few more stories are being added. There's like a prideful
0: side of me that is so excited to say that I have friends that are authors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so just saying. So bizarre to think that you're saying that about me, like, oh, I'm And good that's she's work. talking about me. That's so <laughs>
0: good. Well, get used to it, lady. Oh, my gosh. And you... <laughs> I just love, I mean, you are so confident and so fun, and you guys can't see her, but she's just the most beautiful. Um, I'm just so glad that you joined us today. And if any of you are interested in just having someone in your corner to just encourage you in, in the areas of confidence in finding your voice, Karen is your gal, and you're gonna want her in your corner.
1: Aww. So glad you
0: joined this us today. Definitely someone to help you break free,
1: right? Yes, yes. Well, and I will say I'm so passionate about helping women do that because I know the freedom that I have found and I want everyone to be free.
0: Yep, I'm so glad you're in my corner. Thanks, Shannon. Likewise. Yes. So, are you inspired by today's story, friend? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Click the link in the show notes or book a time for us to talk about your breakthrough story on my calendar. The link is in my bio on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, friend, break free is possible. It's your turn. You can join our team today. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com. Break Free Stories is created by Shannon Gleason, produced by Katie Casada, and edited by Ray Kruna. Production assistance by Aaron Waldey. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com.